Hello, dear friends. Hope you've all been peaceful in the Lord during the past week. May grace and peace abound in God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Revelation Bible Study number 36 from the Last Days Ministry here at WGM Church. Before we continue with today's study, let us begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. <clears throat> because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is Revelation number 36. Blessed is he that readeth, then they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. May grace and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ overflow to each and every one of you, who obey these words of blessing, and to live a blessed life through these words, in these troublesome last days. Let us continue studying the last part of Revelation chapter 17. This is a foreshadowing of what will happen near the end of the latter three and a half years of the seven-year tribulation. It is not pleasant to testify of these words contained in chapters 17 and 18, as there will be people who will be hurt and triggered from testimonies of the words contained in these two chapters. However, the word of God is a double-edged sword which heals through the painful wounds. The first blade edge is the edge of truth, pointing out what is wrong. And the second edge is the blade of grace that provides healing. We must continue to repent and stand upright in the word until the Lord's coming. Because the only thing that remains is to change into the image of the Lord at the Lord's coming, who is the word. Just like the words, wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth, Take heed, lest he fall. We must continue to receive the blessing of being corrected and cleansed through the blood of Christ, to be found spotless and wrinkle-free through the Word, and through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Revelation 17 verse 12 tells us that Antichrist will reign with ten kings. In the past, we thought these ten kings were the European Union, but we must not limit God's word too much to the political groups in our 
reality. The Bible clearly states ten kings. The EU, European Union, has well over ten kings. However, we must open our hearts and remember: ten kings will come and they will receive power with the beast for one hour. Who they are is unknown. Their identities will be shown when the saints are raptured and gone up to heaven. We only need to know as much as God's words teaches us. They will receive power as kings one hour with the beast, meaning they aren't kings but as kings. Those who have received Jesus Christ and have been born again of the Holy Spirit in the present age of grace are royal priests. The Bible says the saints will rule as a royal priesthood when the Lord comes and reigns on earth. However, the Bible says the ten horns would receive authority as kings. With the Antichrist, receiving authority from Christ at His coming is a blessing. The authority given by the Antichrist, the God of this current world, is only momentary. As First John chapter two verse seventeen says, "And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof; but he that doeth the will of God abideth for ever." Our hope is contained in these words. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Revelation seventeen verse thirteen. Ultimately, the Antichrist will have dominion over all things. Verse fourteen. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for He is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. We must realize these words are to be fulfilled at the second coming of Lord Jesus Christ. In order to dominate the political kingdoms of the world, the Roman Catholic Church played a role in revealing the truth unto the world. We know well through history that they colluded with political affairs and did so even during World War II. For instance, in Vatican imperialism in the 20th century, a book written by Avram Manhattan contains a lot of historical truth behind their agenda. In particular, everyone knows that the Roman Catholic Church is more than just a church; it is its own political state, the Vatican State. It has its own bank and its own army. It has diplomatic relations with the governments of other nations. It signs treaties with the heads of other states. It is as the leaven mixed in three measures of flour in the parable of the kingdom of heaven in Matthew thirteen verse thirty-three, because it mixes with incorrect leaven with the truth. The flour is bound to rise when the leaven is mixed. When things that are not the truth get mixed, they are bound to get leavened really quickly. In today's era of mass quantitativism, we also see churches are focusing on quantity and number of people. Now, people hate it if you only preach the truth, especially the words of Revelation. There are many people who think the words of Revelation are useless in their daily life. But we must understand that this is the conclusion of the Bible and our hope. We will study this 
Roman religious sect in Revelation chapter 18. But you will find these words if you go to verses 4 and 5 in advance. As I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Revelation 18, verse 4 and 5. As this will be when our Lord will be coming. Revelation 17, verse 15. And he saith unto me, The waters which thou sawest, where the whore sitteth, are peoples, and multitudes, and nations, and tongues. Peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues are expressed as waters. And it is clearly stated here that the whore, the Roman Catholic Church, will reign over many people. But in Revelation 17, verse 16, it says, And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. The ten horns with Antichrist will utilize this religious institution, then will ultimately come to hate them, destroy them, strip them naked, and burn them with fire. The point of this passage is, after Satan has taken full control of the ten horns, he will betray and destroy the Roman Catholic Church. Although the time factor is not certain, it is clear that this will occur near the end of the tribulation period. Revelation 16 verse 19 shows us that falling of Babylon the Great. The ten kings in the text of chapter 17-16 are one of the mysteries. Who will it be? They shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. This doesn't seem to fit the literal destruction of Babylon shown in chapter 18 verse 21. In chapter 18.21, it describes the millstone being thrown into the water. But here in 17 verse 16, we see it burned down like Sodom and Gomorrah and being submerged in water. Therefore, the prophecy of Babylon the Great burning down and sinking into the water was prophesied through Jeremiah. As Jeremiah 51.25 says, We'll make thee a burnt mountain. Also in Jeremiah 51.64, Thus shall Babylon sink, and shall not rise from the evil that I will bring upon her. Jeremiah chapters 50 to 20, uh, 51 contain detailed prophecies of Babylon the Great in the book of Revelation. The Whore Church, a religious institution which colludes with political factions, is eventually destroyed by the Antichrist. Please pray and read this part of Jeremiah on your own time. The Bible fulfills all things twice. Even though the Old Testament was an event of the past, just as Israel was destroyed and captured by Babylon, likewise, those who have the Holy Spirit can realize the same will happen in the future during the tribulation. Revelation 17.17 For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill His will, and to agree, and to give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. The kingdom is now fully handed over to the Antichrist, the beast, so that all authority now comes from the hands of the beast. 
That is why we look forward to what will happen in the future. We will have to keep an eye on this religious sect that exists today. The Apostle Paul tells us about our spiritual warfare in Ephesians 6, verse 12, where we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Satan utilizes the political powers through principalities, then the rulers of darkness to cause people to sin, and then through spiritual wickedness to fight, to anger, cause enmity, and to disobey. That is why Christians are already separated from this current world, people who have left behind the political powers. They are already citizens of heaven. Therefore, the born-again children of God are those who have already entered the kingdom of God, into the Lord. For that reason, it's mind-boggling how such people can work in harmony with worldly politics. They can't. To put it simply, the Israelites who came out of Egypt were already in the wilderness. In Acts chapter 7, Stephen called these Israelites in the wilderness the church in the wilderness. That is why this church of Christ, the church of the Lord, is separate from the world. There is no going back. How could the Israelites go back to Egypt as they were already in the wilderness? They can't. They can't cross the Red Sea again. They cross the river of no return. Likewise, today's Christians have already come out spiritually and have nothing to do with this world. However, as long as we are living in the world, we live under the system created by the people of the world. So it is our duty in the Lord to obey them, keep order, and maintain peace. Because the political administration works to keep the world peaceful through all laws. Also, since God appointed them as angels, like the police, for example, protect us like angels as we must obey the laws of the world and pay taxes. However, we are not of the world. We can realize this from the words from Ephesians here, that is, it is impossible for Christians to participate in politics. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Revelation seventeen eighteen, And the woman which thou sawest is that great city, which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Here the whore, the woman, is the great city. A great city that rules over the kings of the earth. This city is called Saturn, originating from the word, the Latin word, Saturnius. Saturn means a hidden lie. That's why the word Latinos means Latin in English. This refers to the hidden one. It is hidden. It's mysterious. Rome's great mysterious holy cat. So in large groups, these people wear purple robes, spend rosary beads, strike bells, and make confessions, and light up candles. In fact, it is similar to pagan religions. Similar to Buddhism. This is something we should keep an eye on. In reality, the Roman Catholicism is a dirty, godless, depraved, false counterfeit of biblical Christianity. As we continue into chapter 18, we see chapters 17 and 18 are the contents 
of the Roman Catholic Church, which possesses various things that are commercial and political at the same time. That great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. It is necessary to pay attention to the characteristics of this city. Looking at the contents of chapter 18, the contents we saw in chapter 17 are repeated. Not only this church state, filthy, according to 18.2, drunken, Revelation 18.3, 18.4 says pagan, Revelation 18.7 says they are proud, popular in verse 9, and mighty, verse 10. It is also commercial, verse 11, and rich, 18.12. It is damned, verse 5, and absolutely doomed by God, according to verse 21. It is destined to burn, Revelation 17.16 and Revelation 18, verse 8 and 9, and keep on burning after it is destroyed here on earth, Revelation 19, verse 3 just like Sodom and Gomorrah. We will continue to look into this. By looking at each one of these aspects, you can see that there is no other city on earth that can match all of these. There are many cities on this earth, and among these cities, the city mentioned in Revelation 17 and 18 is none other than the city of Rome in Italy. It is unique. Among the millions of cities around the world, only one standout having the characteristics mentioned in many verses of chapters 18 and chapter 17, as well as sitting on seven mountains holding a cup dressed in purple and scarlet robe, holding a rosary responsible for the blood of the prophets and saints. Their mass genocide of 60 million plus Christians and Jews in the past 2,000 years have been historically proven. You can find this out by reading The Trail of Blood, book written by American Baptist pastor J.M. Carroll. Ever hear the phrase, all roads lead to Rome? However, when Rome is destroyed at the end of the tribulation, all roads will now lead to Jerusalem. That time will come soon. Therefore, when we look at what will happen in the future, we should clearly know what our lives should be like and what way we should keep our faith. We must not be part of the world, but keep chaste until the end, look to Christ, and look forward to the day when the Lord will come into the air. Let's take a look into chapter 18 a little bit. Revelation 18 verse 1. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. We can see that the words of chapter 18 here are the same as the words of chapter 16, verse 19, and chapter 17. The Bible repeats the events further as you advance. Several chapters speak of events that occurred simultaneously. Revelation 18.2, And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and a hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. 
Devils are linked to unclean spirit and unclean, abominable birds. When the Holy Spirit descended in Matthew chapter 3, he appeared in the form of a dove, a very clean bird. Unclean spirits are represented everywhere in the Bible as unclean birds. When the Lord spoke the parable of the sower, he said this in Matthew 13, 19. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catcheth the way that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. A bird is likened to a thief that steals the word of God. The Lord also said this in John 10.10, The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We need to take a closer look at the mustard seed parable from Matthew 13, verse 31 and 32. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs, and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. The birds of the air come. These birds are not good. Mustard is not a tree, but a green plant. However, it grew so big, it became a tree. Because it grew abnormally large and became a tree, Birds of the air come and make nests on its branches. Many mistaken this as it's good for churches to be large in size and number. But in fact, that is abnormal. When that happens, birds eventually come and make nests there. The birds of the air are not Christians. These are unclean spirits. They are demonic. Therefore, if the number of churches increase you should know that in the end, many people with unclean spirits can nest there, cause trouble within the church, and turn it into a gathering that does not give off fragrance as Christians. Since the time has come for the Antichrist to appear in these last days, the time has come for all economic, political, and religious organizations to become large-scale and create a shortcut to the new age. Therefore, everything enlarging and coming together is going the way of Freemasonry. Therefore, we must be alert by remembering what the Lord said. Christians, do not be afraid as a small number. God is pleased to give you the kingdom. Will the Son of Man see faith when he returns to this earth? It must be remembered that the birds of the air are demons with unclean spirits, and they are not Christians. We must understand the parable of the mustard seed teaches us that in the last days the number of churches will increase abnormally, and then those who seek food and pursue the things of the flesh will make their homes in many churches to satisfy their own greed rather than the kingdom of God. Folks, those of us who live in the end times are lonely, and life can be very difficult, without being part of the world, all while looking forward to meeting the Lord who is to come again. But now we must gain peace by eating and drinking with the Lord 
in deep fellowship with him. The Lord says he is knocking at the door during the church age of Laodicea. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Revelation 3 verse 20. Where is your joy right now? Are you in fellowship with the Lord? Or do you have more joy because things in the flesh are going well and getting better? The Lord tells us loud and clear in John 15, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except ye abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. He said the branch that bears much fruits is encouraged. Branches that do not do so are said to be burned. Spiritual things, of course. Those who bear much fruit in spirit, to those who bear the fruit of the Spirit and bear the fruit of evangelism through the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the Lord says, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. John fifteen eleven. Ultimately, it is time for the Lord to rejoice together. Otherwise, if you follow the worldly things, you will become spiritually withered and lose joy. If there is anything more joyful than the fact that you have received Jesus Christ and been born again by the Holy Spirit and became a child of God, it is evidence that you are already degenerate and we must know that this is the spiritual condition of people living in the current age of Laodicean church. As the Apostle Peter tells us, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober, and watch unto prayer. 1 Peter 4.7 Also the Apostle Paul warns us, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Ephesians 5.18 I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will enjoy the true joy in these spiritual blessings. Amen.